All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications when we release a new video, and of course, upvote the video itself. The only way you can participate in our post-game, any of our live streams, is by being a subscriber. So go ahead and subscribe to that YouTube channel. I'm here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly segment. And as you can tell, um, Tom, the title of this episode is Jackson Dart will take over the job versus Georgia Tech. And so that is pretty obvious where I'm leaning at the moment. Is this really Jackson Dart's time to shine against Georgia Tech? I, th- I think definitely so. I mean, if he wants to, uh, we you know, just like Lane said earlier in the week, we're, we're still in a quarterback competition. Well, Jackson Dart uh, should get the start uh, Saturday, and it's his time to shine. He needs to take the reins of this team. He needs to take command of the team. He needs to be the quarterback that we all know he can be, and I am very hopeful that he is up for it. Now, I'm cautiously optimistic as well. I think we will beat Georgia Tech, but I've been around Ole Miss football enough to know when you've got a semi-inexperienced sophomore quarterback on the road for the first time in a Power 5 game, uh, it would not surprise me if he made some mistakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'd be shocked if he didn't make any mistakes. Um, The thing is to limit those mistakes. I think that's where Kiffin and Weiss come in. And I think if we're able to run the ball, which we should be, I, I think we'll see a lot of number six, number four, number 24, uh, maybe even number three uh, come Saturday. Yeah, if you see number three, I think this game's gotten a little bit out of hand, um, which is good exactly. news for Ole Miss. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, well, we'll just move on into it. So what do you think are the keys to the Georgia Tech game? What's the key to the game? The key, the key to the game, as far as I'm concerned, is our defense needs to keep improving. Uh, this will be their first big test. Uh, we've got the players. Uh, they've had time to gel. So I want to see a good defensive effort. And then my key on offense would be I want to see us run the ball good, establish the run, and I want to see some good play action passes to our tight end, to our receivers, so on and so forth. Uh, limit mistakes, limit penalties. You know, we had at the end of the Central Arkansas game, I know that it was, you know, third stringers in there, but we had so many penalties on the offensive side of the ball, and we cannot afford that uh, this Saturday. Now, I'm not saying or pretending that Georgia Tech's a juggernaut, but they are a solid Power 5 team. They played Clemson pretty close in the first half. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. I'll I'll go out on a limb right now and and t- say I think Dart's better than their quarterback right now. So that's just me. I'm probably the only person in America that thinks Dart's better than Ugalele, but I think Dart's a better quarterback right now. Those two. I think Altmaier's a better quarterback than Ugalele. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I, I told somebody the other day we are so fortunate. I cannot remember a time where we've had, where we've been this, I, I, 
you know, the word escapes me, but been this fortunate to have good quarterbacks. You know, for most of my lifetime, we've had a really good starting quarterback, and we've always prayed that he doesn't get hurt. Uh, and and we've got some depth there at quarterback, and that's a blessing. I think Luke Altmyer's a fine football player. Yeah, you I probably think his, go ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Uh, I mean, it probably goes back to Romero Miller's senior year in 2000, whenever his backup was Eli Manning. That's the last time we were in this good of a yep. shape at quarterback. Yep. Maybe Jordan Tamu with Matt Corral backing him up, but that's like true freshman Matt Corral. Um, yep. it, it, the, Ole Miss has been blessed over the last 20, 25 years to have some really good quarterbacks. Nobody will doubt that. But you are absolutely correct. It's usually been one really good quarterback. And the step below it was not quite there. Maybe if you want to go back in time before Romero and that, um, Tom Luke and Rush Howes. Yeah, that was uh, that was the last time I uh-huh. think we had two really good quarterbacks. Yeah. You know? And uh, we're deep. We're deep at quarterback. And, and I'm uh, – thankful for that i really am um i i hate that uh luke kind of dinged his shoulder up a little bit but just looking taking my red and blue glasses off and just looking at the and i know it was central arkansas but just looking at the game i saw dark do things with his arm that reminded me of a younger matt corral not Matt Corral last year by any means. Matt Corral last year was unbelievable, but but the year before that, when we went five and five, he made he, he reminded me a lot of that Matt Corral. Yeah, you know he he made some arm angle throws, he made some deep throws, and like you were saying, that one out route that he made where he zipped that sucker in there to Wade, that. That that was Corralish, you know. Yeah. He's he, so. Uh, it will be interesting to see if he can continue that and limit his mistakes Saturday. And and I think that's key to the game. I think Jackson Dart is the key to the game. Yeah, I and think- it's it's a situation where he can take this game and completely take over this job to where against Tulsa we're not even asking quarterback situation questions because Georgia exactly. Tech. Georgia Tech has a decent defense. This is like the most sacks through two games a Georgia Tech team has had. I think they've got seven this year since 2007. It's a long time. They've got a linebacker that's kind of a dude. Mm-hmm. And offensively, they're kind of offensively challenged, but they got some players on defense. Jeff Collins is a defensive guy. Right. They gave Clemson fits. If Jackson Dart goes out and performs well against Georgia Tech, this competition may already be over. As right. far as we actually know. Right. But this thing will could be publicly over by eight o'clock Sunday or Saturday night. I, I completely agree. I completely mm-hmm. agree. And and you know, you, you brought that up with their defense and just something else. I I like our offensive line, but they're gonna have to play a lot better than they played against Troy uh to protect the quarterback and to open running lanes. Mm-hmm. And I and they have the ability to do that, to do that. We've got some really good offensive linemen, 
So hopefully they've uh, worked on their craft this week because that's going to be another key. I mean, you know, you, you, you can only go so far as far as the offensive line takes you. And uh, they've got to protect the quarterback and they've got to open running lane. Yeah, and one thing I think um, our fan base needs to realize, whenever the offense is struggling like late in games, we run an offense that you can't really go halfway. It only works if you're all in. So if you take away the R out of the RPO, all of a sudden if you're forcing the pass every play, the pass is not going to be as effective as it would have been if you ran the whole offense. So exactly. Uh, yeah, just understand it's it's hard to do this offense in half measures and sometimes against overmatched teams like Troy and Central Arkansas that will show itself from time to yeah. time. So, let's look ahead, Tom. What is what does the rest of 2022 look like for Ole Miss? It's a it's it's a building experiment. Each week we face a tougher opponent. I Yes, I think Tulsa is going to be tougher than Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. I know that Kentucky is going to be our first big test. Mm-hmm. Can we beat Kentucky? Yes. Should we beat Kentucky? In my opinion, we should. But didn't Kentucky just last week go down to Gainesville and beat Florida? So mm-hmm. they're they're no slouch by any means. They got a good running game. They you know their defense is solid, but. I still think if we progress as we should, in my mind, and like you tell people all the time, this shows about perspectives. Mm-hmm. My perspective is, is if we keep progressing like we should, our staff and our and our team gels and and progresses as it should, we should be seven and zero. After our first seven games, now that's my perspective. We have the talent to do it. We have the coaches to do it. Uh, and we have the schedule to do it. Does that mean it's going to happen? No. It's just like you said, there's, you know, there's there's a difference between talent and, and winning. And, mm-hmm. you know, difference between talent and being good as a team. But I see flashes in our first two games. I I, I know they were they were lesser opponents, but I saw – a lot of the transfers and a lot of the folks that have been there a while, chest bumping, high-fiving, this, that, and the other. And that makes me feel well because I'm always – let me take you back to just – and this is just my – you know, a friend of mine and I were talking about this the other day and he watches the podcast. Back when uh, we brought Jeremiah Masoli in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of players on the team that wanted Nathan Stanley to have that job, and there was this rift on the team. And uh, you could see it on the field. Uh, I don't see any of that with this staff and with this team. I see everybody, whether it's you know Altmaier throwing the trig and everybody happy, Dart throwing the trig, Everybody happy, Altmaier and Dart giving each other high fives. It's just, it's it's refreshing to see. And, and I, I take it back to that old Pete Carroll, uh, Lane Kiffin pro mindset type. Mm-hmm. This is this is about us. This is about the team, pro mindset. It's what you got to do. I th- yep. And I think that they've handled it correctly. So I don't have that concern anymore. Yeah, there's three tenets to this program. That's first one is fun. 
So whatever they're going to do, they're going to project fun out. And that's just for recruiting. Number two is competition. They do not care how good you think you are. They're going to go out and try and recruit you to the bench. And you're going to have to compete right. for your job. You're seeing that this year. And the other is pro mindset, which when Ed Orgeron was here, that rule was it's all about the team. Mm-hmm. You know, Lane Kiffin tweaked that a little bit to do the pro mindset so he could have the hashtag, but it's the same thing. It's basically just take care of your business, be where you're supposed to be, and do what you're supposed to do. I mean, that that's exactly. what it means. And I think this team could be very good. Um, they're building. I want to see them operationally improve from Central Arkansas to Georgia Tech. Going on the road could be different at historic Grant Field at Bobby Dodd Stadium. And it, it, it should be interesting. But this game is important because Georgia Tech has some dudes on that defense, and they have a pretty good defense. So this will be the first actual real test for that offensive unit. Are they going to struggle some? Potentially. Um, is Georgia Tech going to be able to keep them down? I doubt it. But there are some guys on that side of the ball. Exactly. Exactly. And it all lends credence to what we've been talking about. Uh, we progressively are getting better and better opponents, which has given us time to progressively get better and better on both sides of the ball as well. So it's it's a, the schedule this year has set up real good for us to grow on both sides of the ball. Yeah. And, and whenever that Kentucky game that everybody has circles gets here, the one everybody says you won't know anything about this team until after the Kentucky game. You won't know anything about this team. Well, the only thing that you will know that you wouldn't already know is that if, whether or not this team can compete with Alabama because Kentucky is good. They, and, yes, they are. And, and that that is what you learn after the Kentucky game. All the other stuff you can start learning right now, all the operational stuff, all the stuff that doesn't necessarily require an opponent to figure out. That stuff's all out there right now. But if you want to find out if this team has a chance to win the West and compete with Alabama, yes, you find those answers in the Kentucky game. I completely agree. I completely agree with you. Uh, right. We uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we've we've got um, a chance to have a special season. Mm-hmm. We've also got a chance to win six games. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, I, 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 I think I read where, and it may have been you said our floor is five. I, I think our floor is six, uh, but I think our ceilings, you know, nine or ten. If everybody continues to improve uh, each game, mm-hmm. and we get to, we get a couple of lucky bounces. Let's face it: to win nine, ten games in the SEC, you got to have a few bounces go your way. Yeah, you need you Even, need to have the um, sack fumble at Tennessee for Matt Corral be whistled exactly. dead whenever Tennessee takes it to the house. You, you need exactly. some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you need those. So, but it will. I, it's just going to be great uh, to enjoy this season uh, if you're a Rebel fan. And just remember, this is, in my opinion, and I think I've even heard you say this. This is really all about next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year, we're, we we should be really, really good. And uh, we're going to be good this year. But next year, I think that we are definitely going to be a team that 
competes for the West. Yeah, potentially favored for the West next year. Uh, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it's a good team. Anyway, um, get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Everyday host Chris Gordy and his local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. Locked On SEC. Tom, thank you very much for coming by today. Great segment as always. Um, enjoy the game and also watch the postcast um, whenever we yes. do that. Um, yes, I will. Did you yeah. did you nail down uh, who you thought you might? Um, we have we're going to have Stuart Patridge and Walker yeah. Jones. You can see it up right now. Oh, dude, um, that's awesome. Uh, they will be awesome. on after the Georgia Tech game. We'll do that. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel in order to chat and participate in the show as well. But Tom, thank you very much, man, and I will um, catch you next week, bud. Thanks, man. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. <laughs> <laughs>